As business owners, we spend most of our time trying to cram more into our to-do list in an effort to get everything done. But the result is often overwhelmed frustration and feeling that we are failing because we can't get through what we wanted to. Tune into today's podcast where we talk about why your stop doing list is more important than your to-do list. If you want to create a business that gives you both profit and a great lifestyle. Welcome to the Profitable Tradie Podcast, where we talk about hands-on strategies that you can use in your plumbing, electrical, or similar service business to make more money, get some time back, and make your business less reliant on you. Hope you enjoy, and don't forget to follow. Alrighty team, Tony Fraser-Jones here, host of the Profitable Trading Podcast. Excited to hang out today uh, with you and my good mate Phil Smith, the COO here at Profitable Trading. How are you going, my man? Always good, mate. Always good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Are yeah. you convinced you're good? Yeah, man. I'm coming in hot. Coming in hot. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's such a way with words, mate. I know. I know. I practice in the you, mirror and the shower. You practice the hallway, on, you practice on everyone with the words, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, quite a wordsmith. Me. Anyway, what are we what are we doing today, man? <laughs> Mate, we're talking about the stop doing list. So basically, this is the stuff that you need to stop doing if you want to create a great business. Because everyone has limited time, and just because you're a business owner doesn't make you Superman. Uh, you know, with your undies on the outside. Oh, nice. oh God, don't do that. Uh, and it doesn't give you the ability to defer the laws of time and physics. So the thing for most business owners, and this often happens because we've built our businesses from the ground up is that we're more focused on getting more done. And we tend to be you know, onto our to-do lists. So if you even have a list, I mean, I don't know, maybe you don't. Uh, and sometimes it's because we think we're the only person who can do the stuff on that list. And sometimes it's because we don't want to spend the money to get the help. Uh, but either way, saving our way to death never actually works. Uh, well, saving our way to wealth. You could save your way <laughs> well, to save, death. Oh, sorry, saving my way to wealth, saving my way to death. I mean, I think I'm a little bit of a... Freudian, Freudian slip, slip there. Yep. Uh, you got to enjoy the journey, guys, because the, right. uh, the destination is death. But um, basically, yeah, you can't save your way to wealth. And sometimes the other problem is because it's just easier to do everything ourselves, uh, and it feels quicker than trying to train somebody else. Um, so we tend to want the ball uh, when the game's on the line. Yep. Um, and think we're the only person that can actually get the job done. That's just not true. 100%. Um, so yeah, this is really the road to trouble if you're thinking that way. Uh, you end up with poor growth, poor profit, poor lifestyle, uh, which is not what we're here to do. And burnt out as well, which is which yeah. is huge. Um, I think that thing you said there at the end, man, is, is huge. Often it's just easy to do it ourselves, but only in the short term. And the trouble is we think short term a lot. It's like, well, if I, I'll just do it now. This time it'll be fine. I'll maybe think about training someone next time. But that just keeps carrying on. Uh, and that's that's a road to uh, a lot of pain and frustration, some of which I'm sure a lot of you listening are already experiencing. And um, the stop doing this is going to be a good way to you know, make some progress on that. And like everyone's bum point south here. I mean, like, oh yes, like damn, we we you know, we we experience this too. I mean, I've I've had I've caught myself saying, you've caught me saying, and and vice versa a million times. Hey, look, you know, yeah, I could get so and so to do that, but by the time I've showed them, I could have just done it. Uh, you know, by the time I've created that system, I could have just done it. Uh, which is obviously then you catch yourself and you think, ah, but that's the whole problem. Yeah, uh, so yeah. and and I and I know you know if you're listening. Uh, and you're owning a, a, a trade business or a service-based business, you know whether it's plumbing, electrical, painting, glazing, tiling, landscaping, whatever. I know there's a lot to do. You know, there's actually doing the work out in the field, out on the site. There's managing your team as you grow. There's financials. There's pricing. There's invoicing. There's suppliers. There's planning. There's marketing. There's sales. There's a lot to do. Mm. Uh, and as you grow, it feels like there's more to do. But if you really want to grow successfully, sometimes it's not about doing more. 
Well, it is for the business to do more, but it's about you actually doing less. Yeah. Uh, which sounds kind of back to front. But it makes sense, though, because the only way you can actually do less is if there's other people doing the more stuff. Um, because there is more stuff to do as you grow. It's yeah. as simple as that. Yeah. So the and, only and way you do less is if other people are doing right. the other and, stuff. That's right. And the sort of the end point to a stop doing list is, you know, maybe you do want to stop doing stuff, some mm. stuff, obviously, but uh, a lot of it's going to be about delegation. And, and that's that's a big part of this. Mm. Uh, maybe we won't dig into all that today because that's, that's something yeah, we've touched yeah. on before. Topics for another day. Um, but the, the starting point is to get really clear on what you can stop doing because that's going to open up a whole lot of time and space in your business and give you a, you know, a lot of opportunity to do some cool stuff. 100%. I'm sure you got a story to... Uh yeah, I've got a few stories here. So um, uh, there's a book, uh, an author called Jim Collins, who uh, you know, is a very famous author. Maybe you've heard of him. If you haven't, it doesn't matter. But he wrote a book uh, called Good to Great and another book called Great to Choice. Great by uh, Choice. Great by Choice, sorry. We've got a few word salad things happening here today, mate. Yeah, I know. What's going on? Man, it's just, uh, yeah, it's not our day as far as getting Well, I know why right it is because you've got a newborn and it was a rough morning for you to get here. And uh, my whole family's had a tummy bug this week and it's been a train wreck. Yeah, but guys, we're here doing Guys, it. if I'm not here next week, it's because Tony's passed on his germs. Oh. Thanks, mate. It was grim, I can tell you. <laughs> Takes right. a lot of coordination to uh, manage both ends at the same time. That's all what right, I'm going to say. Let's not get into this right here on the podcast. Yeah, no. Right. Keep no. it G-rated. But you know. But my wife, I got it. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, nothing Back to like Jim a, Collins, all right? No, no, no. no my <laughs> wife was incredibly helpful, you know, as I'm like sick as. And she's like, I think you need a uh, ice cream t- container so you can sit on the toilet. At the same time as you're vomiting, and I was like, "Whoa, that's the best thing I've heard all day, love." I don't know how you fit it all into an ice cream container, mate. I'm I'm more like a you know fifty fifty liter keg. This wasn't alcohol induced vomiting, mate. This was <laughs> like you know actual bug. Anyway, anyway, uh, anyway, back, Jim back Jim pass. Collins, good to great and great by choice. He suggests a really interesting uh, experiment to sort of help clear the windshield, so to speak, with this sort of thing. So he says, look, suppose you woke up tomorrow and you received two phone calls. The first one tells you that you've inherited twenty million. No strings attached. Happy days. And the second tells you that you have an incurable terminal disease and you have no more than 10 years to live. Now, what would you do differently? And in particular, what would you stop doing? Mm. Now, what what would suddenly not become so important? Probably the stuff you hate doing and is really frustrating. That's sort of the setup. And then he goes on to say that this lesson uh, came back to him a number of years later while he was puzzling over some research data on the 11 companies that had turned themselves from mediocrity to excellence uh, from good to great in his research. Uh, and, and looking at the key steps that really um, you know, set the transformations off, him and his research team were really struck by how many of the big decisions were not, you know, were what not to do. Mm. Uh, that is what to stop doing. Yeah. As in what to really focus on. Yeah, and so that was the big, you know, one of the big lessons from good to great is like extreme focus, yeah, and 100%. not being distracted and trying to do everything, yeah, uh, because that diverts, you know, effort, resource, thought power. Uh, so you know, if it's good enough for some of those big companies, it's it's probably a good principle for us who are running, you know, smaller businesses to really think about. Well, it's a common theme, right? And there's there's whole books about this. Who not how by Dan Sullivan. Um, Again, I always love a Steve Jobs quote, but uh, he used to say, hey, I'm really, really proud of everything we've done at Apple, and I'm even prouder of the stuff we didn't do. Because, uh, you know, whatever they've come out with, there's a hundred more ideas in that that were actually really good. 
Um, but the only way to get one to, to be really successful is to not do the other ones. And it's the same with tasks. And I think that's what we, we'll dig into today. So, look, if we don't have a stop doing list, uh, we could run into some problems, right? Yeah, look, you're going to feel overworked, overwhelmed and burnt out. Uh, you tend to focus on everything instead of the stuff that really, really you know, spins the dial or turns the needle. Uh, and your team doesn't have a chance to set up to, to stand up as well. Mm. You know, if, if you're trying to do everything, kind of across everything, uh, you know, they're just a bunch of task monkeys, task yep. bunnies uh, as well. And eventually, you know, the, the thing is, you try and do everything at the start in your business, and I understand that's pretty normal. Like, it's just you or maybe two or three people. And you, by force of will and, you know, effort can actually grow the business. Mm. But there will come a point where you can't because, well, even though you're wearing the undies on the outside, you are not Superman. Yeah, you're just a guy who wears undies on the, the outside, outside of his pants. Which is crazy, right? And uh, now you're starting to look a bit silly. That's right. So, you know, you'll run out of time and capacity to grow your business. And you, you can't actually grow up past a certain point if you're trying to do everything. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's that's um, definitely an outcome if you, if, you, if you just try to do everything. Yeah, but on the other hand, if we know what to stop doing, then there's benefits. Yeah, 100%. So I think you focus on the stuff that really... Uh, in your business and in your life as well, this is super important. It's not just about business. That really makes the most difference. Uh, it leads to business and profit growth. Uh, you can build a team. You're, like, you're going to be able to delegate better and understand that delegation is important. Your team's going to come up uh, in their skill level because they're getting more opportunity. And you have more time, less stress, and, and life will be way more fun. Yeah, sounds good. It is good. How do we do it? Well, get a bit of paper and let's write some stuff down. All right. I think the key thing here is, look, we're all special, right? Oh, yeah. But we're not that special. I'm actually a really uh, special and delicate snowflake. You are. Um, very unique. Only one Quite a large snowflake, but yeah. yeah. Could be in a museum. Could be. Yeah. Like, I, what sort of ancient creature would you... I reckon a walrus. A wa- it's not really ancient. I reckon I'd be a narwhal. No, no, no. A narwhal. I reckon more like a hairy mammoth. Like those big tusks. Yeah. I'd rather be a narwhal. You know, I'm swimming through the Arctic. Big, long horn that I don't really use for anything. Awesome. I, I do picture you with a horn. Yeah, I reckon I could have a horn. I picture you with two horns and a little whippy tail. Oh, I quite like that. Yeah, yeah. Red some skin. Sort, some sort of dinosaur type thing? or? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Whatever I want. Anyway, uh, so we all have 24 hours a day. That's it. And this is the thing. Like, uh, Just because we want to do more and we think we need to do more, we don't have more time. That's right. Uh, and uh, in his book, uh, How to Avoid Work, which is... Um, Sometimes a good way to success, sometimes the most successful people are kind of a bit lazy. They figure out what they can get out of. Mm. Um, And that's another thing with this. But uh, William Riley offers three of the most common reasons we give for not doing what we want. And whenever a person is not doing what they uh, say they want to do, he always sounds like he's got a good excuse, he or she. Uh, And it's typically one of three things. No, I don't have the time, I don't have the money, or my folks or people don't want me to. and each of these, Riley argues, melts away as an imaginary obstacle when we shine the light of intelligence upon it. And time is the key here. Without time, and nothing is possible. Everything requires time. Mm. It's the only permanent and absolute ruler in the universe. And he goes on to say, look, time is like a scrupulously fair ruler. She treats every living person exactly the same every day, no matter uh, how wealthy you are, how much you've accumulated. And you cannot successfully plead for a single moment more than a pauper receives without asking for it. So it doesn't, you know, nobody with money can get more time. They can't buy more time. So mm. it's the great leveller. 
So everyone has the same time. So the next time you say you don't have time, what you know, to do what you really want to do, maybe worthwhile to remember that you actually have as much time as everyone else. It's twenty four hours a day. So it's how we use it that counts, and that's you know why we have to start thinking about what we stop doing because just because we want to do more and more needs to be done, doesn't mean we can. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that's the big thing, right? Like, you don't get any more time than anyone else. doesn't matter what you do. So it's all about how you use that time. And I think you've heard this a million times. Yep. I'm sure there's nobody listening to this who hasn't heard that before. But I think it's easy to hear it, easy to understand it, but people don't really live that ever. Bingo, bingo. You know, like, and they say, yeah, yeah, I understand. I get it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but well, I'll just go and, yeah, I'll just yeah, go yeah. and, and I'm like, okay, cool. But I, you know, I've looked at your time, time and motion study and I'm like, well, <laughs> you say you understand it, but... <laughs> I would yeah. beg to differ. <laughs> well, what are we? One of the first things we do with our members in the Million Dollar Trading Program is we look at their calendar. Yeah, and you know when that's just chock a block and there's no room in there, it's like, well, you're trying to actually like um, hack the laws of physics. Yeah, which is not going to work. Doesn't work. Yeah, hundred percent. So on the other hand, the stop doing list. I mean, it's pretty counterintuitive to that, right? Right. So it is counterintuitive. You know, we're pushed to do more, but that is a vicious circle. Sometimes we need to focus on, you know, less of the wrong stuff and more of the right stuff. Mm. Uh, and um, there's lots of stories today. There, there is a point to these stories. Um, Go for gold, you know, man. maybe you may have heard of the Pareto principle, which is like the eighty twenty rule. Mm. Uh, and uh, Vilfredo Pareto 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 was, like, <laughs> I think, an Italian um, economist or something. Anyway, he was in his garden growing peas, and he, he figured out that eighty percent of his peas came from twenty percent of his pea pods. Mm. Okay, whatever. But what he then noticed is that that same 80-20 distribution applied to wealth in Italy. And so, you know, 20% of the people had 80% of the wealth. Mm. And then we've discovered that this applies to everything, including your time. Mm. So 80% of your results come from 20% of your activities. Yeah, and just think about the inverse of that because that's one thing, but just really think about the inverse. That means that 20%, just 20% of the results is coming from the other 80% of stuff you're doing. So 80% of what you're doing is not really having that much impact. Um, and it's not, not to say it's not important. It might still have to happen somehow, but it's nowhere near as important as that top 20% of what you're doing because that's getting 80% of the results. Yep. So you really need to grasp that concept in order to leverage this properly. Yeah, and, and that this you know, might be thinking, well, look, I've got five people in my team and I've got to win work and then I've got to do work and I've got to send the invoices and all that sort of stuff. They're all important. Well, that's true. But you know, if you which ones of those things, if you don't do them, is going to completely kill you? Well, you have to sell the work, so that's pretty important. Mm. You know, maybe you have to invoice it. Uh, what of that stuff do you have to do? And what other, can other people do? Is really what it's about, uh, yeah. because some of it you'll have to do, even though you might be the best at doing all of it. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's where you're looking for that twenty percent that really you can make the biggest impact on. Yeah, 100%. And look, you see this everywhere. Like, um, you know, people say, oh, but I've got to do that, but I've got to do that. And I mean, it even goes right down to stuff you do in your day, right? I mean, oh, yeah, I mean, I really need to do the invoicing and I really need to, you know, schedule these jobs and I really need to go out and see that client. But I've also got to do the grocery shopping and I really have to make sure I get to the bank today and I really have to make sure that I fill out that form for my son's school so he can go on a school trip. Um, and the fact is it's like I could order the groceries online uh, I could go to the bank another day or maybe I could just call up and you know, speak to someone on the phone. You know, maybe I could make that shorter. Um, the school you know, school trip, hey, look, maybe that's not due for a couple of days or maybe my wife could fill that out or, or hey, look, maybe one of the other kids could fill it out and uh, sign my name on it. I don't you know. You used to do that, didn't you? Yeah, I did that a lot. Uh, I'm pretty good at my dad's signature, actually. It's a pretty easy one. 
So uh, good old Sparky Dad. We actually have the same initials, so we have almost the same signature. What is your dad's name? Pete. Ah, oh. yeah, there you go. There we go. That was handy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, the point is, it's like it doesn't mean that stuff doesn't need to happen, but I need to do it. Is is where we go wrong here? Mm. And I think I think that's really a big part yeah. of what this is today. And there's an opportunity cost that we need to consider. Right? Yeah, like I mean, you can only spend each hour you've got once. Uh, mm. So, you know, high value business tasks that make money versus stuff that saves money. That's yeah. a classic. Like I'll do the I'll do the invoicing in my business because. Uh, Oh, it's going to save me 25, 30 bucks now paying someone to do it. Yeah. But what's it costing you? It's like, well, it's That's costing, right. I can't go and see a couple of general contractors or building contractors who I could get three or $400,000 worth of work out. Mm. So I'm too busy sending an invoice out that I could pay someone to do 30 an hour for. Yeah, 100%. So, or I've got to mow the lawn. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> it's getting really high. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is you could pay $50 and someone mows your lawn uh, and meanwhile you're getting $100,000 worth of work by meeting that client. So. 100%. So the, the key here, I guess this is a whole lot of sort of backstory and stuff. Uh, I think the way you think about this is really important. That's why we sort of dug into it a bit today, mm. is to think about, well, what, what's my thought process around the tasks I put in my, in my life and, and, you know, and what I prioritise? Because mm. prioritising it's what it's all about. So rather than just jamming more stuff into our day, let's take some stuff out mm. so we can focus on the most important stuff. And that's why we do a stop doing list. We actually write down what's the stuff we're going to stop doing. What do we hate doing? What's really frustrating? What do we think someone else could do that we'd just like to get rid of? Yeah, hundred percent. And so what we find with our members when we do this, it's actually really freeing. Quite frightening at first because it's like, oh, I could never stop doing that. Mm. I could never stop doing the invoicing. I could never stop doing the pricing. Mm. It's like BS. We coach hundreds of people who never do pricing in their business. They got people who do that. Yeah. Well, they've never, they don't do the invoicing anymore. Or they don't even do the marketing or the sales anymore. Mm. Uh, so, you know, sometimes you just need to see what other people have done to, to see that it's possible. Um, so, so that's important. But we just get a bit of paper and write down what do we want to stop doing. Yeah. And maybe challenge ourselves, push the boat out a bit and say, well, well, you know, this could is I big. actually stop doing that? This is big because I think another big thing is that when you start doing this, you start getting a little bit of um, I don't know, reluctance. Like, so an example for me, and this is more of a personal one. Uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, what if uh, someone else mowed your lawn? Um, now, do you know honestly how long it took me to let go of that? And the reason was because I really like mowing my lawn, man. I actually really enjoy it. It's super relaxing, um, you know, a little bit of my own time. Uh, and I feel really good at the end because I can stand back and look and say, wow, there we go. That was amazing. My lawn takes two and a half hours to mow. Um, so it's not a small lawn. <laughs> and I think the big thing here is like, when I actually let it go, I felt a lot of remorse. I was like, oh man, I, I am letting go of this. But it takes a bit of a shift because again, it's not about what you're letting go, it's about what you're able to do when you let that go. And the big thing that really sunk in for me is that um, when I actually start, started looking at that, not in terms of, hey look, uh, you know, I could get that off my plate and it would free up some time, generally. It's, I get that off my plate and then every second Saturday morning, I get two and a half more hours to play with my kids. And I'm like, I enjoy the lawn. It's fun. I enjoy going to the park with my kids more. And I, I think that's that's the big thing. And it's the same in your business. It's like you might be good at something. It might be important. But there's probably other things that are more important that you're better at that will have a bigger impact. So, you know, you will feel remorse when you're writing these things down. You'll think, oh, I don't, some of those things I don't actually want to get rid of. Um, but it's about what could you do instead. That's really what we're trying to get you to Yeah, 100%. 
and there will be some things on there that you really do want to get rid of too. Yeah, which is, yeah, which is, yeah. Which is awesome. Um, I was happy to give up cleaning the house. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> and, and this is the thing with the stop doing list. And, and you know, um, for a lot of you people um, who own a business out there, and maybe um, for a lot of them, you know, the women, the ladies who own a business or involved in the business, you've got the whole burden of running the household a lot as well, you know, that still seems to fall that way a little bit these days. Mm. Uh, so it's not just about stopping doing stuff in the business. It could be stopping doing stuff in the rest of your life, like, yeah. uh, you know, cleaning the house. Uh, doing the washing, uh, even picking kids up from school. You maybe you can get a student to help do. There's all sorts of things you can do to to free up a bit of time. And now you won't necessarily want to do all of that, but you can do. You know, stop doing what you want. You can buy back that time with probably twenty five, twenty twenty five dollars an hour. But this is big as well because people often say, "Well, I would outsource that, but I don't actually have the money. I can't afford it." And what they don't realize is it's outsourcing that that allows you to take part in the other activities that generate the money to help you afford it. So if you never do it, you'll never afford to do it. Like I look at Dan Sullivan uh, in his book Who Not How, um, and he talks about how basically at home he wants his house to be like the Four Seasons. Um, now I know that you might be sitting there thinking, "Man, I'm just trying to pay rent." Uh, look, I get that, uh, but just hear me out. Look, in this case, Dan Sullivan basically set it up so that everything in his house is like a hotel. The fridge stocks itself, the pantry stocks itself, the house cleans itself. You know, fairies come and do this. Obviously, it's not fairies. Uh, you know, he pays people to do this stuff. And you think, well, if I had all the money in the world, I'd do that too. The thing is, Dan Sullivan did that before he had all the money in the world. And that freed up his time to make all the money in the world. So that's, that's the little thing that's hard to get your head around sometimes is that you think, I would love to do this but it costs money to outsource stuff. I'm like, sweet, but if you spend that money, it's actually an investment in the time it creates and what you're able to do with that time, which pays for the Well, and this the is the thing. This is the thing, and we've spoken about this uh, in the podcast before. You've got two resources. You've got time and money. So if you're trying to save the money, you're spending your time. That's it. And uh, you're never going to get that time back, and it has an opportunity cost. So that's the real shift here. Yeah. But what I challenge people to do is, you know, if you're listening, get a piece of paper and start writing down maybe five or six or seven things that you want to stop doing in your life and your business. And that could be both from business and personal life, as I said. So maybe you want to stop doing the invoicing. You want to stop pricing. You want to stop answering the phone. Uh, maybe you want to stop picking up materials. You want to stop doing the lawns. You want to stop doing the shopping or cleaning the house, whatever it is, mm. uh, write it down. And it's going to involve you learning to say no. Now yep. that's a part of it, and that can be hard. Definitely. Uh, but think about what your vision for your life is. Mm. No, uh Vision is important, and, and you're not actually saying no. You're actually saying yes to your vision when you start doing a stop doing this because you're creating time that you can actually build the life that you want, Yeah, uh, which is which is massively important. Exactly. I'm not saying no to invoicing. I'm saying yes to meeting more clients and generating more work. 100%. So there's more invoices for someone else to yeah. do. 100%. You know, if you're listening, you're like, well, I can write the stop doing list, but, you know, theories aren't magically going to come and make all this stuff happen. Mm. That's true, but... It, Energy goes where you know energy flows where focus goes. So we put our focus on this, and then we start the wheels turning subconsciously and looking at ways to actually start making this happen. And yeah. that's the key thing here. Hundred uh, percent. So the thing is how to figure out what's to go on your stop doing list as well. Mm. I think stop doing what you don't like. Yeah, well that's S first. Stop doing. Life's too short to do what you don't. Yeah, like, mate. and stop doing what um what's a low hourly rate. And, and I think hourly rates a good thing to think about here. You know, like what are you actually worth to your business? Yeah. Um, and maybe just take your profit and salary and divide that by 2080, which is basically the number of hours in a year. Mm. And anything lower than that, you got to get rid of, you know. Often you're doing stuff that costs someone 20, 
$25 an hour, you could pay them. Yeah. And yet your hourly rate to the business is 100 150 bucks an hour. Well, actually, when you work it out, I've done this recently uh, in one of the webinars we ran for the members, mm. and actually the, the average dollar figure that we came to when we worked out the you know the real hourly value of, of the business owner was was about 560 bucks um and so yeah i think the thing is as well with the 20 dollar an hour task it doesn't mean it's not important like i look at huh. payroll for example like payroll for as an example that's a super important task if you don't pay your team they tend not to show up <laughs> so it has to happen it's crucial but it's not that difficult. Like once you know how to do it, it's pretty repetitive. Um, and so honestly, someone else could definitely do that and they could be paid 20, 25 bucks an hour. Um, and so just because it's important doesn't mean it's not a $20 an hour task. Like I'm talking high value stuff that has huge return and that's also, you know, reasonably specialized. And, you know, again, if you enjoy it, great. Like this is what we want to be doing. Um, and again, stuff you're good at. Like I think about other stuff to put in your... um stop doing list if you genuinely suck at something like maybe you shouldn't be the one doing it um i mean damn there's stuff that that i'm terrible at i mean anything to do with technology and like man that's why we have nephi who's waving at us he's waving at us right now but i mean like wow if like if i had to do any of the stuff that he does i mean it just wouldn't be done well so simple as that yeah i think you can also write down some sort of attitudinal things in your stop doing list things like Hey, I'm going to stop making excuses. I'm going to stop drifting. I'm going to stop procrastinating. Stop blaming others. Uh, yeah. Stop taking, you know, I'm going to stop not taking care of myself. Yeah. I'm going to stop not having a holiday at least every 12 weeks. So you can you can write some stuff down like that and you'd stop doing this as well. Just to give you a nudge in the right direction, you know, with, with your lifestyle as well. Yeah. And with the stop doing list, you know, like I said, it doesn't, you know, magically just appear out of nowhere once you write it down that these things happen. But you use that list to, you know, one, drive the delegations that you're going to put in your business, drive recruitment to set up the organizational structure that you want to build, uh, both business-wise and in your personal life. Like recently, uh, Bronwyn and I wrote a stop doing list. And one of the things we want to stop doing is, uh, you know, the admin on uh, on our investments. And we have a bunch of investments around the place. And like the admin on it, Bronwyn's been doing it. It's just like a pain. Yeah. Uh, and so... Recently, we've made a, a change to our structure at work, and someone's going to be helping us do that. Now, it would have never happened if we didn't write down the stop doing list about mm. you know what we wanted to happen. So, it kind of kicks the process off. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, basically, what we want to do is just making that list, eh? And and it, like you said, it sets that plan, uh, and then we can start taking action. So, yep. just confirming what you said, man. It doesn't mean we make the list and then stop doing it. That's not actually how that goes. But once you make the list, you know where to start. You know what you're trying to. What trying you're trying to, to achieve, action. yeah, and so. put you know, I really challenge you if you're listening, write down your stop doing this, what you really like to stop doing, put it in your office where you can see it, yeah, as well. So it's right front and center, hundred percent. Well, let's land this plane. All right, it's been fun. Uh, look, it's time to really stop cramming your calendar full of more stuff because growing more profit and a better lifestyle is all about focusing on the stuff that really makes the biggest difference, not just doing more stuff. So grab a pen and paper, write down what you know you need to stop doing and it'll start to create some more space and time uh, in your business and your life. Thanks heaps for listening, and look forward to catching up again next time. See you later. Thanks for listening. Now, if you enjoyed the podcast, there's four ways we can help your business. Number one, grab a free copy of my book called The Profitable Trading, and it's at profitabletradybook.com forward slash podcast. Two, join my free Facebook group at profitabletrady.com forward slash group. Three, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search Profitable Trady in the YouTube search bar. Or four, 
Book a free 15-minute phone call to find out about our coaching programs at profitabletrady.com forward slash podcast call. Or if you can't remember any of that, just check out the session notes.